Here I am again, just hanging out, going to my room. Yeah, I'm about tired of this damn old place. Can't wait to have my own. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Setting the Record Straight. Today's episode is on loss. I encountered my biggest loss um, with the loss of my mother. Her passing was probably one of the most devastating things that has ever happened to me in my life. Um, and it kind of started a, a domino effect, if you, if you may. Um, but let's go back a few years prior to her passing. Um, she had an accident at work. She was working for FedEx and a box fell on her back, a heavy box. Um, she didn't report it. She didn't, you know, I think she reported it to her job. Um, but you know, they workmen, they didn't give her workman's comp or anything. They said it was her fault, whatever. Um, long story short, she was having complications like standing and getting around mobility wise. And, um, when she went to the doctor, they said that she had calcium deposits, um, building up on her lower back and they did some more testing and found that she had bone cancer. Her breast cancer was in remission for 10 years and it came back as bone cancer after her incident at work, accident at work. Um, this was something that she needed around the clock care. Like my partner and I, at the time we took her in, she stayed with us. We had a town home at the time, um, a two bedroom, one and a half bath. The, the half bath was downstairs. The full bath was upstairs. My mom stayed on the lower level. Um, she would make it up the steps maybe once a week to take a bath, take a shower or whatever. Um, and it just, it just got bad. At, at, at one point she didn't, she didn't even wash up. Like it was just, she was just reverting back to the time where, um, she was homeless. You know, she didn't bathe for long periods of time. And it just, you know, it's, me and my my partner, you know, would come in after working or whatever, and it would just smell so bad. And I'm like, Ma, you have to, like, you have to get up to shower. You have to get up to, like, you know, clean. Like, it does, this is not a, a healthy situation. Um, and at that time, that, at that time, we realized like she needs around the clock care. She needs to be in a home. And even at the young age of 46, 47, however old she was at the time, it was just like, there was nothing that I could do. My brothers, you know, were not able to help either. Um, And it was just, it was just a lot. It was a lot on me. It was a, a hell of a lot on my partner. Um, and it was, it, there was, there was, there was really nothing else 
that we can do besides that. And we found a really, really good um, nursing home. They had amazing, you know, reviews and stuff like that. Like my mom had just got her social security so that her social security paid for it. Um, she was in the home for two and a half years, I want to say. Um, she was able to come out for weekly visits and stuff like that. Um, she had to be back at a certain time, but when she got in the nursing home, she was getting her, um, dialysis. She was getting her blood transfusions. She was getting her meds on time. You know, at one point she had to take, um, a steroid to, I don't remember what it was for, but it like blew her up. She ballooned. Her face had all of these like all of these like breakouts because she I, I she was allergic to it. Um, she blew up like a balloon. And I just remember her saying like this is what I got to do to get better. Like this is, you know, I'm I'll do it. And her strength came back tenfold like she was doing amazing and she got to a point where she was like listen I'm doing great I'm feeling great I just want to get out of here and there was nothing we could do like we can't force her to stay in a nursing home if she feels you know good enough to get up and leave she can do that um I definitely did advise against it because you know, again, she had around the clock care. She was able to get to her appointments, all of that. And, you know, they, they did arrange for her to get Metro access and stuff like that so that she could make it to her appointments. And they, they were, it was a phenomenal, um, nursing home. Really, it really was. Um, but she just, she just wasn't happy mentally, her mental health was declining. She was just not, she was just not in a good space. She was starting to become depressed. She didn't like it. She wanted out. Heard you, ma. Whatever you want to do, do it. You know, she got um, her room back from her living situation before she went in. And um, she was good. She was happy. You know, um, as time moved on, like I noticed her losing a lot more weight and I'm like, mama, are you okay? Is there anything that I can do? You know, she was just like, you know, I'm just, I, I just be tired a lot. I don't really be wanting to leave my room. If you could get me a refrigerator and a microwave so that I don't have to really leave my room as much and I don't have to bother them and stuff. And I could just tell that her um her roommate the woman who owned the home that she lived in she just you know she just didn't she didn't give a she didn't give a fuck about my mother i could just tell she just she she didn't give a fuck she didn't care she only cared about the money you know she wasn't really making sure that she was okay and i know it was not her job but prior to my mom getting sick they were cool they were friends you know what I'm saying? So it kind of just, it, it was, it was a fucked up situation, but I would check in whenever I could. Um, 
when I was in the academy, I remember rushing, rushing on the highway to get to <laughs> to get to the pharmacy to make sure that my mom's meds she could get her meds. She put the prescription in, but um, she couldn't go and get them because she was not in the best of health. Um, and I remember speeding, like speeding. I got pulled over. Mind you, I'm in the academy. I got pulled over by, I want to say he was either a commander or he was something. I know he pulled up in a black truck, okay? Black Ford Explorer. So he was somebody's commander. He was somebody's something. And he was like, um, where are you going? I was like, listen, I'm so sorry. I'm just getting out of class. I have to go and get my mother's meds. She's sick right now. Um, the pharmacy closes in 20 minutes and I live in College Park. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. He was like, listen, he was like, who's your instructor? Gave him my instructor's name. He was like, listen, I need you to remember this and, and hear me and remember me clearly. He was like, you need to drive to arrive. I I understand that you got an emergency going on, but if that was the case, you could have told your instructor, hey, I got to leave a couple of minutes early. I got to go do this thing for my mother. And that's that. And, and that was the time that I was like, wow. Wow. Like, okay. Yes, sir. He he let me go. He didn't, you know, lock me up because he could have. Um, <laughs> and I drove semi-regular speed I kind of did still speed a little bit but it wasn't crazy got to the pharmacy just in time they were closing the fucking gate like pulling the gate down I was like listen listen please 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 got my mom's prescription it was like you're so lucky because we are closing five minutes early today <sighs> anyway got there got the prescription got to my mom you know I'm checking in on her making sure she's good and I did this almost every day because I lived across the street from her. <laughs> um, it's crazy how, how things happen. Me and my, me and my ex were looking for a bigger apartment, something that had enough space for the both of us, but also had a fireplace, a balcony. Like we were really looking at amenities at this point and, this spot was right across the street from my mom. And it was just it was it was it was kind of it was kind of perfect. It was kind of a fate, if you will. Um but uh, my mom's my mom's health started to decline. Um she wasn't getting to her appointments. She uh ended up having to get a stent put in her kidneys because she wasn't able to use the restroom it was it was getting to the point where her body was just breaking down and I was like mom are you sure you don't want to go back to the home like are you sure And she was like no I'm good I'm fine if I'm going to die honey I don't want to be dead in somebody's nursing home I want to to know that I I live my life the way that I want it and I was like all right ma okay girl you got it um 
still in the academy, still, you know, getting through whatever. Um, and my mom had an accident. She fell. Um, she fell in her room and face face first, fell on the ground, broke her nose. <laughs> um, she was just, she dizzy I don't know what it was but she wasn't taking care of herself she wasn't taking care of herself she had a a nurse um my tips I still talk to her to this day but she had a nurse that um came every day um and up until her SSI got declined like it 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 uh didn't get declined it kind of lowered, like the, the, the amount lowered or something. Um, so she wasn't able to, you know, have the nurse there all the time. Um, so my tip still checked in on her. She was still, you know, coming, I want to say weekly, a couple times a week, um, free of charge, you know, and, it was just she could she could tell like my mother's health was getting worse and worse and worse. So when my mom had that incident, um, my tips was like, all right, I'm gonna have her stay with me for a week. I think you guys should have her stay with you guys for a week. And we do it like that so that she can, you know, have somebody looking after her. And I remember. um she she fell again she had another fall incident um and it was around the time of my graduation from the academy and she couldn't make it to my graduation so that morning before I went to graduate I went to the hospital in my uniform full uniform, badge, gun, everything looking spiffy. And as soon as I saw her, I started crying. Like, I've never seen my mom cry through this whole ordeal. And I started crying and she was like, girl, don't cry. It's okay. You know, I really didn't want to be in here, you know, for your graduation, but it is what it is. I know you're going to do great things. Blah, 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 blah. It wasn't the path that she chose for me, but she was super proud. Super proud. She didn't want her baby out there with these, you know, crazy people. She didn't want me to be put in harm's way, but she was super proud. Um, She never saw me. She never allowed me to see her crying or or in that vulnerable state but I'm I'm sure she had her moments um a couple couple days before she passed she was with my tibs and my tibs said that she was you know drawing her a bath and she fell she tried to she was trying to get into the bath and she just fell, like she just fell out. And when Matez was trying to like talk to her, she was kind of spacey. She was out of it. 
So my tips called me immediately. I'm at work on the street. <laughs> she called me immediately. She was like, hey, listen, I don't know, you know, what's going on, but your mom is not right. She's not okay. Um, she fell. She had another fall. And it's, she's not right. She's not okay. Can you come? Um, she's at such and such hospital, blah, 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 blah. I was like, all right, cool. I get to the hospital and I see her and I'm like, ma, what's, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Do you, what do you need? She was like, I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I just, you know, I'm just tired. So she kept saying, I'm, I'm, I'm just tired, I'm tired. And I sat there with her, you know, um, held her hand. We talked a little bit. When my tips came in the room, oh my goodness. When she came in the room, my mom just like lit up she was like mom I'm so sorry mom I'm so sorry I'm so sorry she was just like apologizing she started crying I've never again like I've seen my mother cry once or twice but like throughout this whole ordeal I did not see my mother cry when it came to her sickness her illness I never seen her cry and she cried she was like, I'm so sorry, Moss. I'm so sorry. And she was apologetic as if, like, she had done something wrong and she didn't. Like, it wasn't her fault. Her body was just not, it was just not ready for what was about to happen. Um, The next day, I came back to the hospital after I got off work and... You know, my mother wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't responsive. She was breathing on her own. Um, I want to say the last time that she was at the hospital, she signed a do not resuscitate, um, Yeah, she signed um she signed the do not resuscitate paperwork. She was in a right state of mind, you know. Um so they didn't have any like breathing tubes on her or anything. She was she was breathing on her own. And I just I called everybody. I called my brothers, I called my dad, I called my aunt. I called my tibs. I was like, "Listen, I think that we need to come and see mom because this may be one of the last chances that we will be able to see her alive. I was, you know, tapped in with her, her doctors and her nurses and stuff. And they said, listen, if you like, I think today will be her last day. So we, um, we, we, once we all got there, we all held hands. We were praying over her, praying with her. We, you know, told some stories and, you know, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful, beautiful last day. Um, and 
the nurses asked if they could have a moment with her. They loved my mother. Like, oh my goodness, they loved my mom. Um, and they asked if they could have a moment with her. They went in. They prayed. Everybody, everybody came out crying. And um, we all went back in. And we had our, our time with her. The last thing that I said to my mother was, it's okay. It's okay to let go. It's okay. I will make sure that my brothers are good. I will take I will take the the reins from here. You don't have to worry about us anymore. We're good. We love you. And if it's your time, you don't have to be strong anymore. We got it from here. I got a call at 6:12 in the morning the next day that told they told me that she passed I lived at that time in Suitland and she was at she was at Laurel Hospital it took me about 12 minutes to get to the hospital in my little Toyota Corolla I was speeding over speed bumps. Sweetie, I could have sworn my car flew 10 feet in the air. I I remember getting out of my car and just smelling the smell of like burnt rubber. Tears in my eyes running inside of the hospital as if that was going to bring my mother back. And I sat there by myself. For about an hour. And I called my. I called my. I called my wife. Through all the things that. She and I were going through at the time. She showed up for me. And. That was probably like the biggest that was like the biggest gesture of like unconditional love that I probably have ever received. Um so long story short, because this is already 20 minutes and um, that was the hugest loss that I've ever experienced in my life the death of my mother and for those who know me and know like the love-hate relationship that I've encountered with my mom um you you will understand why but that's all i have for today thank you for listening
be safe and always remember love on you well kids just in case i sleep this year away like i did last year i want to say woohoo love you